Hey y'all, I'm Taylor DeHaze. I'm obsessed with all things business and fitness. I left my career as a TV reporter, followed my dreams, and created a seven-figure online coaching business in just two years. Now I'm sharing my proven strategies with you. Oh, and we'll keep it real, discussing mindset, money, and hardship to help you build the life of your dreams. Grab a cup of coffee and get cozy. Welcome to the Taylor DeHaze podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Every single year since I have started my podcast and started my business, I have always done some kind of end of year recap or reflection or something. Um, But this year is a little bit different uh, for several reasons. One, because it was my first seven figure year and we really grew. We meaning myself, my team offers all of it. Right. And as I was thinking about how, how to form this podcast, I didn't know if I should do, you know, lessons learned, if I should have my biggest takeaways. And what I came to the conclusion was that I think will serve you no matter where you are at in your business, whether you are starting out or scaling to seven figures, it doesn't matter. I wanted to give you takeaways and focal points for next year to be your quantum leap year. Okay. So if you're new, a quick recap of my business income wise and trajectory wise, my first year in business was a quarter million. My second year was about 700, 750 K and my third year was 1.2 million. So we have continuously really scaled. Um, and it was not an accident and it was all organic. We never ran a single ad. Um, and I'm really excited to kind of go through this podcast and just go over what I learned, right? And and how I feel and, and what's coming up next and all of that, right? And just truly why this year was the year that I stepped into a business leader role, right? So, you know, again, it was my first seven figure year and it still seems a little wild to say that out loud. And as I'm reflecting on the numbers, that's the part that feels less exciting to me because this was the year that I really focused less on making money and more on making an impact. And it's really hard to sum everything up because when I started my business in August of 2019, I had one focus, right? To help as many people as possible find food freedom. It was super simple. And that vision has evolved tremendously, right? Not only has my health knowledge evolved too, but you know, I know that if I can help coaches like you build sustainable wealth with repeatable processes that stand the test of time, then you can spread that mission of creating a healthier world as well. But saying and doing are very different, right? And from day one, I have worked with tenacity, grit, laser focus to ensure that we, myself and my team are hitting marks, right? And I never moved the goalpost. I always tweaked the strategies. This year was hard. It stretched me beyond what I thought was possible. I moved across the country and built my first home. I started hormonal replacement therapy, um, but my vision always kept me focused and you always kept me focused, truly. The idea of who I could help kept me focused. And I had the most fun I've ever had, right? My OBM came on full time. We hired four new team members. Uh, I found 
my my mentor that is like the mentor, all caps, the mentor, and everything just feels so aligned right now. And I built an incredible community from my team to my clients, hosting my first in-person business retreat. Um, four of my clients got matching tattoos with the words all in, uh, which I still think is is crazy and brings tears to my eyeballs every time I say it. And again, there's so much that I want to share with you. And I know that this podcast is going to serve as a guiding light on your entrepreneurial journey, which is why I wanted to really make this a deep dive episode. That's not just going to be listing things, but it's really going to walk you through this last year and how we got to this point and what we're doing next year. And you know what I, or at least what I can share with you so far so that you are able to see the process because it's important for me not to just say, you know, I made seven figures. Here's how to do it and give you some generic bullet points, right? Like keep trying, keep doing it. Like that's not what I'm here for. I am here to constantly shed light on my trials and tribulations as a business owner, a business leader, right? And that way you can take what I have done and and use that in your business as well, right? And I really know this episode is going to be so helpful for you. So let's get to it, right? So what I'm thinking about this year, okay, and and the seven figures, right? I really want to put the money aside because I know that when you read this title, you're thinking, all right, a million dollars, how the hell did she make it? And I'm not going to tell you how many clients I had and all of that and my pricing because that's irrelevant, okay? It really is irrelevant. What I want you to think about and what I want to really emphasize is the impact, okay? The impact that I have created this year has been far more widespread than every year. You know, I was telling a client earlier today, somebody told me that they have a very hard time, you know, spending money, right? Like investing in mentors, whatever it is, like it's so hard to spend money. And this person meant investing, okay? And, but they said spend. And the language that we use really dictates everything in how we operate, okay? So, I said, okay, let's think about it like this though, right? Instead of spending, let's let's say the word invest, okay? Because when you are able to invest, even when it feels uncomfortable, you are able to gain more utility and knowledge, which helps you create more impact, which helps you create more income, okay? Income is not going to happen, at least it's not going to be sustainable, If you don't have utility, if you don't have credibility, if you don't have authority, if you don't have community, all of these things, right, that all start with gaining knowledge that competitors don't have with following a vision that no one has done before. Right. And so this was the year that I really started out saying, okay, I know that I am very different than many business coaches, any business coach that I have come across. I take a different approach. If you are my client, you know what I'm talking about, right? I'm a very hands-on coach. I really am an advisor, a consultant. I am not just here for a, you know, expensive Slack channel, right? So I really want to focus on that impact and how I created this massive impact that you can take into your coaching programs and containers and really scale into that next step in your business, right? So I broke down a few areas that I really felt like I grew this year, um, personally, as well as my business, right? And the first point is leadership, 
Okay. So when we sign up to be a business owner, we sign up to be a leader and I want you to start acting like it, right? This year at the beginning of the year, my stretch goal was 1.2 million. Okay. I had like that income goal and there's nothing wrong with that, right? There's nothing, you should have income goals and stretch goals and whatever. Right. But I really didn't know if we would make it happen. Truly. I had no idea. Usually my stretch goals are pretty wild. And so <laughs> I, I'm used to having these crazy outlandish goals. And, and that's something I encourage you to do as well. Right. Like when you set these targets for yourself, you should set, you should set goals and benchmarks that feel you know, not totally crazy, but like a little, a little questionable. Like, can I do that? I don't know. Um, and it's gonna, it's, it's, it's okay to not hit the mark always, but when you're constantly shooting for the moon, right. Metaphorically, you are inevitably going to hit a higher mark than you ever thought possible. Right. Because it could have been easy for me to say, all right, I had a really amazing year, 750. It was awesome. Let's do it again. But I said, fuck no, like, let's, let's try to almost double it. Like, could we do that? I don't know. And so we really like went for it. Right. So I knew that this required me to step up and be a better leader. Okay. So this was the year that I really showed up in a different way for my clients. I, I really started getting so much more involved in their businesses. Right now, part of this is because my clients have continued to grow, right? Like my clients oftentimes resign and oftentimes resign again, right? Like I, 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 I create this funnel, this flow, so to speak, right? Where you build a foundation in Fitness Coach Academy, right? And then you would join my mastermind, which was called Six Figure Fitness Coach. And that continues to scale into a higher level mastermind, right? And so anyways, like you continue to scale and grow and and that means I have to keep scaling and growing. So I cannot use the same tactics on my clients month after month, let alone year after year, which meant I needed to become a better leader as well. I needed to do more due diligence. So this was the year that I really started going down a lot of rabbit holes, okay? Like I started really going down knowledge rabbit holes. So for example, I was trying to figure out a way to work with my clients when they had mindset hurdles, okay? Uh, the ability to want to do something, but they just weren't doing the doing. And this was something that I saw across the board, right? Maybe you have clients like this too. They want to lose weight. They want to you know, feel better, but they just can't do it. They just have a hard time showing up sometimes, right? And I have a very hard time you know, relating to that, right? Which, which doesn't matter, but I just can't relate to that. And so, you know, I started reading various books and kind of creating curriculum on my own and, you know, just going down these rabbit holes, right? Or researching how Amazon, you know, has their scarcity model and, and how they created that. And, um, you know, like the online coaching space has not been around for that long, right? It's been around for a few decades. It's not super old. And so, you know, when you read books that are about uh, like addicting products or um, what products create, you know, like habits with your clients or um, just anything, I give you a million examples. 
you're going to find that most of it, if not all of it, is not in the fitness space. It's all in some other kind of business. And that's totally fine. It's totally applicable, right? But this year I was like, all right, if I'm going to grow a seven-figure business, right? Like that's not the end game for me. The end game for me, well, I don't really have one, I guess, but you know, in, in the in the five-year future, like I am, I am building a, you know, 10 million type of business with a lot of various, you know, I can't give you my entire business plan, but there's a, there's a lot cooking up here, y'all. There's a lot cooking. And so I knew I just needed to show up at that higher version of me, which is what I've always done year after year. But there was something about this year and something about like, holy shit, we're going to hit seven figures that I just had to show up better. Right. And so, you know, with my team as well, right. Like pushing my team and really like supporting their vision and building out what their vision inside of my business looks like and making sure that like, I am definitely taking care of them too. And, you know, this was the year that my OBM went full-time in my business. And a lot of my fractional team members became more of a full-time role in my business. Right. So again, just more of that, that leadership, right. Um, the second part of that or another thing that really led to, you know, seven figures and what I'm reflecting on it is really creating credibility. Okay. So I have a podcast all about credibility and building it. So I'm not going to kind of break that down necessarily, but you know, this was the year that I basically turned up the volume as high as it could go. Okay. So you know, Fitness Coach Academy had been out for quite some time. Um, my mastermind had been out for quite some time. And, you know, in one year, 32 of my mastermind clients hit six figures in six figure fitness coach. Um, I think I had like 20 people quit their jobs and go full time in Fitness Coach Academy. Um, I was really ramping up my podcast. I was really ramping up just that level of visibility. I started posting a lot more. I started getting really spicy with my content, you know, um, not to go on a tangent, but my word of the year for 2022 was bold. And at the beginning of 2022, we started out with an, with a crazy rebrand. Okay. Like a total rebrand. And I had, you know, blacks and, and olives and this like bright laser lemon and these beautiful fonts. And it kind of looked editorial and a little edgy and a little, you know, masculine, right? Like when you come to my page, you're like, damn, this, this girl's badass, right? Like I want you to feel like that vibe and not just me, like everything I stand for, right? Like, you know, I, I want people to feel a certain way when they come to my page. I want them to feel inspired, educated, pumped the fuck up. Right. And I really think we accomplished all of that. And that trend and that word really carried me through this year. And when I look back, I'm like, no, we were bold. Um, you know, credibility is built in, in many ways. Right. But one way that it's built is through kind of that verbal, um, I say verbal communication, it's redundant, but like a podcast, right? Like instead of just giving you a freebie, you know, I want you to listen to my podcast because that is how you can connect with me on a different level, right? On a more intimate level, because you can hear me, you can hear my inflection and my tone and, and uh, you kind of get to know me. Right. And so I really focused on, okay, listen, I want to be 
the business coach. I don't want to be the second choice. I want to be the first choice. I will be the first choice. And that's the attitude I went into this year with, right? Like, I'll be damned if I'm the second choice. Like, I am the first choice. And that's not to be cocky. It's if you're going to really do the damn thing, you need to know that you are amazing, that you are good, that, that, you know, you're going to get results for your clients. And I'm saying this to you because I want you to feel like this. If you don't feel like that, you will have a very, very hard time selling anything because it all starts with you believing in you. Right. And so I have another little part I'll mention on credibility in a second, but you know, with that bold, with that boldness and that, um, authoritative kind of vibe coming through, I really turned the volume again on my content. And so I was posting like five times a week before I started posting seven times a week, which again, is not like massive, but you know, I really cranked it up. I, I started figuring out what my clients enjoyed and what my audience enjoyed. Right. And so this was kind of the year where, you know, we heard the word algorithm over and over again. And I kind of said, fuck the algorithm. I'm going to do what, what sells. Right. And this is a takeaway for you, right? Like it, this was not about me playing the part of the algorithm. This was about me doing what moved the needle, what moved metrics and every single thing that I did worked based on impact and income. Right. And so instead of posting a reel a day, for example, I spent more time in my DMS connecting through podcast episodes, connecting through, Oh my God, this post made me feel some type of way again. Right. Like I got so many messages this year on, I feel so targeted. Oh my God, at me next time. And so this was the year that I really, really honed in on my messaging, sustainable wealth, sustainable wealth, sustainable wealth, structure that scales, structure that scales, like structure and strategy that scales. I'm sure you've heard me say that a million times. And so I repeated myself over and over and over and over again, because that had to come through. Right. So this year was a really big push for marketing for me. And I really wanted to just max out my organic marketing to the highest, highest, highest um, extent that I could. Right. And I know I keep saying turning up the volume and in terms of like actual, you know, sales, right. We really cranked up the volume when it came to DMS, right. This was the year that I hired somebody full time to be in my DMS for eight hours a day. I have two people in my DMS, right? Like I have 10 hours of coverage every single day. Granted that did not happen to that extent until, um, kind of the middle of quarter four, actually. So prior to that, um, I had somebody in my DMS and, and myself, but it was probably no more than about four hours a day between myself and the other person. And so, as my business scaled, I kept increasing volume, 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 intensity. Like we have such a phenomenal outbound sales structure. No one is teaching outbound sales. I think I'm the only one that's teaching this on the internet that I feel like at least that I come across. And so, you know, I already had the skills mastered. It was about getting somebody in to teach that skill set too, that could be in the DMs more, more than me. Right. Um, and really maxing out that volume, right? Again, how do you build credibility? It is more awareness, more visibility, more visibility happens with more volume. So I was trying to attack that on the surface as well as behind the scenes in the DMs, right? So that was a really big push this year. My messaging, my marketing, all of that. The third 
big piece to this puzzle was client results. I've already alluded to a few of those, um, and I am going to go in depth on how I really changed up a lot of what I offer, right? Some of it I can't totally share with you just yet, but I will give you a sneak peek on my mastermind and what's coming. I am officially announcing the new name and the new flow of it. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to be public in like the middle of January. So it's a few weeks away, but I'm like so excited. Um, but you know, the first thing was Fitness Coach Academy, okay? FCA is so sick. Like I, I'm not, that is not even a fucking sales tactic. Like I literally love it. I am so, so, so proud of what we have built. Um, and this year I was probably like quarter one. I was like, all right, this is the year that I'm going to really update the curriculum. So FCA turned one years old, one year old in April. So cute. Love that. I can't believe it's almost two. Oh my God. So FCA came out and, uh, you know, it was just time to update the curriculum, right? And so I went through and I thought, okay, how can I make this like really foolproof, like stupid foolproof? Like the only way you will not get results is if you just don't do it. Like literally, okay, if you if you don't do the work, right? Like you you won't get results. I think that we know that. But I I got so sick of of people telling me that they have spent like $10,000, $15,000 on these, you know, starter programs and they got nowhere and I'm like, "Oh my god, like what is going on?" right? So I was like, "All right, I know FCA is getting results. But how can I make it even more simple? Like even more simple." So we revamped so many things in there. We made our sales strategy stupid simple, walking you through buyer types, identifying them, how to sell to each buyer type, right? We broke down not only selling on your stories, but like literal scripts and templates to make selling so much easier. I decided to give you my entire onboarding system for fitness coaching, right? Like I still fitness coach. Um, and you know, I created certain templates like that were for FCA but this year I said, fuck it. Let me just give them mine, right? Like I know that mine are superior. I love my, I love my templates and my, my onboarding flow. Right. And, so, and my check-in sheets and all of that. So I said, screw it. Instead of like making templates for FCA, let me just give them the best of the best. Okay, great. I'm going to do that. So I brought that in there. Um, I added in elements on client retention. I added more trainings on, you know, uh, like, advanced nutritional periodization so that your skill set is like next level, just a bunch of different things. And then we added a risk-free guarantee because I was like, you know what? I am going to just put this out there. I am so confident that you will get results in FCA that I will work with you for free if you haven't made back your investment in the four months, right? And I am proud to say that nobody has taken up that offer. Like that's fucking sick, right? And then the next level, which is where I'm alluding to the new stuff, was Six Figure Fitness Coach. I love this mastermind. I'm constantly, you know, kind of tweaking and adding and up upgrading. And the goal of Six Figure Fitness Coach was to be the next level after FCA to get you to your first six figures, right? I take on a few private clients um, every year, like no more than five. And those are my clients that are making like multi six figures, right? Um, or, you know, at least six figures going to multi, whereas now the barrier to entry is multi six going to seven. But that was at the time. Right. So as my 
clients were progressing and scaling, I was like, okay, people are loving this mastermind. I really want to help them get to their first million, right? Because I was so tired of people outgrowing coaches, finding another one, whatever. And so again, I will be announcing something really cool um, in, in January that will basically take you from six to seven figures. And I am so excited. It has been just like the bane of my existence for the last two quarters. Um, and I'm so, so excited. My clients already know about it. I mean, so many have re-signed. We're all stoked. I just can't tell you yet. Um, but if you're listening to this like later in the year, then uh, you probably already know what I'm talking about. But I will just leave it there. Just know that it is something that I have never seen done before ever in my life. And I am so damn excited. So again, I was focusing on, cli- focusing on client results first. Because when you focus on client results first and you focus on impact and taking care of your team and all of those other things, the income comes. It is all inevitable, right? And then the next thing was metrics, okay? We got so, um, at least me, I was like kind of obsessed with KPIs like this entire year. And my clients probably are like, oh yeah, you were. We are so, we're so sick of you saying the word KPIs. But I really was like, okay, listen, if I'm going to make this money, I need to take less messy action and more like, uh, it's not that I wasn't taking strategic action. I just... I really wanted to track everything, right? Like my team was growing, uh, I was growing. I hired a lot of new people, like I said, and for where we were going to go, we just needed to have better metrics. And so I got really, really uh, in the weeds with tracking like marketing at a higher level, um, you know, implementing like Zapier to a lot more things. Um, I got really in the weeds with my lead tracker getting really robust. Um, with some automations in there too. Um, sales team metrics are just more accuracy. I mean, I could go on and on and on, but like this was really the year of like, all right, we're going to really build something out so that it we're so tuned in on what is going on and why, right? And you guys probably know by now, if you're this far into the episode, that like I am pretty how do I say this? I do not make decisions based on emotion, right? Like I make decisions based on data and I already have solid data, but this year was just about like more of it, getting more information, um, which I love. Okay. And if you need help on KPIs and all of that, I do have a very short episode that you can go kind of listen to. And then finally community. I, I'm somebody that's an only child. I have always worked with coaches privately. I've never been in a mastermind and I've never taken a business course. And with that being said, I love my mastermind and I love my course. However, I wanted to make them feel so special. Like when you work with me, I want you to feel like you are part of a family. Like you are so taken care of. Like there's so much love for you. And that is not, that is not cheesy at all. I mean, literally I have such amazing relationships with my clients and I, and I love that. And, you know, this retreat that we hosted this year was so freaking fun. And I, wanted it to be like all inclusive, right? The only thing my clients had to pay for was literally the flight to get there. Their hotel was covered, food, like all of that. Um, It was beautiful. We had amazing guest speakers. I mean, I, I truly could not 
have been more impressed with how we pulled this off myself and my team. I mean, it was just phenomenal. Right. And seeing everybody in person, meet each other and hug each other and like just celebrate the entire year. It was so cool. I mean, it was honestly such a great moment for me and, and personally getting to meet all my clients was so fun. Um, so anyway, those are, that's, that's really, those are kind of like the five key points on when I think about this year and the growth, those were like the really big elements, right? And again, all of those five components led to more income, but that was not the focus. And you are focusing too much on income, which I really want to shift that perspective for you and encourage you and push you to grow your vision, to expand your mission, because the income will come. And you know, what's funny is this was actually, so I, let me say this first, I like to break years down in three, three ways. And you might've heard me say this if you've listened to my podcast, but there are grow years, build years, and scale years, okay? Grow is building the foundation, Build is building on that foundation and scale is when the income skyrockets. Okay. Kind of like a quantum leap year. And these might be seasons or they might be years. For me, it's usually years, right? And they are cyclical and they repeat themselves. And so this year was really a grow year. Um, and I think that next year is going to be a scale year. And what I mean by that was it was kind of the year of maintenance. So even though my income, you know, almost doubled again, my recurring revenue was at six figures for the entire year. Okay. So in a way I was kind of chilling at maintenance. Now, six figure months is that was not the average last year, right? Like I, again, I made 750K last year and, and that's phenomenal. And this year I obviously made more. So what I did for this year, knowing that it was going to be a lot of build out, like I knew going into this year, it was going to be a long game year. I was going to have to not stress about income, right? And again, I know you're probably listening to this thinking, Taylor, why the hell would you stress you're making money, right? That's, that's not what I'm saying. I knew but to get to the next level, we would have to probably spend a lot more money, right? There would be a lot more expenses. And I wanted to make sure that like we were good to go because, you know, scaling your business, I don't care where you're at, starting it, scaling it, growing it, like that requires investing in advisors and team members and mentors and all of those things, right? It, it, it requires investing. And so this year, I kept my profit margins like awesome, right? Like I, I really made sure that what I was bringing in capital wise was going to my business savings so that we could do really cool things like this retreat or prepping for next year where in 2024, we will be running ads. Dare I say, we will be running ads, right? We will be having a, another retreat, except it's going to be more of like a business conference, which is kind of what it was anyway. Um, but I'm going to be calling it a conference, not a retreat, but you know, more of like a business conference because we have all these speakers coming in, right? Um, better, you know, better resources for my clients, more resources for my clients, um, and things that I'll be building out on the back end that just do require more money. Right. Um, 
and and more capital rather, right? So like I knew that this year was probably going to be pretty chill on the MRR front. And again, having six figures of recurring revenue every single month is phenomenal. And then if I had pay in fulls from like Fitness Coach Academy or, you know, maybe a client wanted to pay off their contract early or, you know, whatever, right? Like pay in fulls happen um, and cash injections happen, I, you know, Black Friday or birthday sales or whatever. So there were definitely cash injections, but I needed my MRR to be really, really solid this year. And it totally was. Um, whereas like I know that next year is going to be a, a scale year. It's going to be a really big year and I'm stoked for it because we prepped all this year to get ready for next year. And this is where I want to tell you that happens at so many levels. Right. Um, and it, it's annoying when it does happen. Right. It doesn't matter where you're at. You could be making. You know, I'll give you an example. I've, I've got a client who's, you know, making around 20 to 25 K months and has been at that level for, I don't know, probably six, seven months at this point. But this entire year, this client decided that she wanted to start doing business coaching. And I was so down for that, but that requires us to build authority for something totally new that we've never done before. Right. And so my tactic is, okay, cool. Well, like while we're doing that, that's not a money-making activity. Like building authority is not a money-making activity directly, indirectly. Yes. But directly, no, it's like build, build, build. And then we'll see the cash later. Right. You have to slow down to speed up. Right. And so you know, at the end of the year, this client was like, you know, okay, yeah, I made like more than a quarter million. Amazing, amazing. But she was kind of feeling like, what the fuck? I didn't grow a ton in my revenue. And I said, yeah, but people are like knocking down your door to work with you for business coaching. We're launching a course in three months. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and the year before was not near a quarter million. So if you compare this year to last year, astronomically different, but if you look at it on a very small granular level, like, no, your revenue did not necessarily increase a ton in the last six months. But because we took the time to slow down, I guarantee you next year will be a half million dollar year and her business will, will easily double because we have prepared so fucking well for that. Right. And so this year was my slow down to speed up year. Right. And that will happen. The higher you grow, the more money you make. It doesn't go as fast income wise. Right. Like going from 10 to 20 K is not the same as 1 million to 2 million. They're very different um, playing fields. Right. So it was also, like I said, the year of my long term vision, like continuing to remember that. Um, and so, you know, I just want to kind of give you a few reminders and some quick hit takeaways for this year that I know you can take and really use. OK, so. The first thing I want to say is whatever you want to happen in one year, start today on that vision. If you want to launch a course in one year or, you know, have a team of five assistant coaches in one year or anything like that, right? Like you have to start today and you have to visualize what that is. If you continue to put your head down and just show up and do the doing and check off stuff on a checklist, you're not going to have a very easy time scaling your business. You're going to stay in that granular level and it's going to be really, really hard, right? The next thing is I want you to focus 
um, on your sales map, right? I want you to create a focus, a give and a sell for every single quarter, every single month, especially if you're making less than a half a million, right? Every single month, what are you focusing on? right? Are you starting a podcast? Are you going to show up in a more intentional way? Are you, you know, repositioning yourself? What is it, right? And then what is your give? Do not be afraid to give away some of your best stuff for free, okay? What is that give? Is it a podcast? Is it a masterclass or a workshop? Like, what is it? And then your sell, one-to-one, one-to-many, what is it, okay? Maybe one of your gives is a Black Friday sale, right? You know, if you're mapping out that far ahead. Um, and then don't hoard your money when you make it. Invest back into your business, right? I have seen so many business owners crash and burn for several reasons. The first reason is as soon as they become a six-figure business coach or, or excuse me, a fitness coach, right? They, everything they make goes into their bank account please let this be the year that you W2 yourself, okay? You should have a salary. That's gonna make your life so much easier scaling your business because, you know, y'all, I don't pay myself that much, right? I pay myself like several thousand dollars, okay? Like 5K a month type of situation. And yes, I do get like bonuses and, and things like that, right? But in terms of like paying myself, the reason I do that, well, several reasons, right? Tax purposes and advice from my financial officer, my chief financial officer. But the other reason is because I control my spend. As I have made money, I don't spend more money, right? Like I do not spend more because I make more. However, I do spend more in my business. So that money that I keep making, those six figure cash months, that 1.2 million, right? Like, no, I'm not spending all of that. But I'm building a really solid business savings account. I'm, I mean, it's really cool to say that we've got, you know, a really nice savings account for big projects, right? Um, and so just remember that let this next year be the year that you really do change your mindset from spend to invest and be smart, of course, with your investments, right? Like make sure you do your homework and do your due diligence, but don't just hoard and save and, and worry and fear because all that time that you're sitting and, and stressing and doing everything by yourself, like you could speed that up, right? You could speed that up. The only thing that you are avoiding, whatever that one thing is, is hands down what is going to scale you. And finally, y'all hire a damn mentor. Like seriously, like that is not, I don't care if it's me or whoever, but please do yourself a favor and hire a coach, hire a mentor. There is no way in hell I would be where I am without the help and guidance of a phenomenal mentor. There is nobody there is no CEO, there is no business owner that is scaled to seven, eight, whatever figures you pick the number that did not have help and guidance and, and advisory along the way. And I know you don't want to spend it. I know it's scary. I, I get that. I totally get that. Right. But I'm at the point now where it, it truly doesn't phase me. Like, and, and I, I don't have a problem saying this, but like when I reflect on my seven figure year, right, I go back to my very first investment, my very first investment that was $6,000. And oh my God, it was so scary. Truly, it was so scary. I had to get a 
I think I opened up two new credit cards, literally. Like I took a really big hit to my credit and I opened up two new credit cards because I had $825 to my name and I split that among two cards. And like I said, I made, I mean, I made a quarter million that year. Right. Um, and I'm not saying that that trajectory is necessarily normal or that that has to be you. Right. But why I find it so valuable is because you're going to have somebody every step of the way, give you a customized strategy structure, and they're going to hold you accountable. And, you know, because you're an entrepreneur, right. And running your own business and all of that, we don't have a boss, right? We are our own boss. However, I do value having somebody to kind of like report to or bounce ideas off of. And, and that's what I absolutely love about a mentor, right? Like they've been there, they've done that. They know what to do. They know what not to do. They can prevent you from making dumb mistakes and they can save you time. So to me, it's not a spend. It's like a necessary thing that I pay for, like health insurance. I just, I just pay it and I'm like, whatever, it's part of the process, right? And yeah, the first payment sucks. And yeah, the second payment kind of sucks. And then it gets easier and easier. And then one day you look back and you're like, damn, okay, I've got a solid business. I'm, I'm running it. I'm kicking ass. I'm taking names. And, and again, it's not a big deal. So, you know, as I'm thinking about my seven figure year and, and all of that, right, like not to ramble on and on, but this has been such an amazing experience. I am so excited for you all to be part of this journey. And, you know, if I can reiterate one thing, I truly mean it. I try to make myself as accessible as I always can to you guys in the DMs. Um, never be afraid that I'm going to just like throw something at you or try to sell you. I mean, seriously, like I really do want to be a source of help for you, right? So if I can ever do anything or shed some light or give you some wisdom, right? Like, please send me a message. Please send me a message and let me know you listened to this podcast. Let me know how you liked it. Let me know what you learned, what you took away. And I'm so excited for you guys to start this next year with just so much grit and excitement and it's time to kill it y'all. So cheers. We're doing it again, but always bigger and better, right? I want to give you a virtual high five for finishing another episode of the Taylor DeHaze podcast. Love the episode? Share it and tag me on Instagram. Have a question? My DMs are always open. Until next time. Bye y'all.